Moving on to Milcha Shabbos. Last time we left off, we were discussing um, mixing hot water and cold water in a Klirishon. We decided, to say, we came out of Lechelamaisa, so long as the end result of the mixture of the hot water being poured into the cold water, or more like this, or we have the cold water being poured into the hot water, is going to turn into with a mixture that's going to be under Yad Tzilatisbo, then it's going to be motor to do. If the end result is going to be more than Yad Tzilatisbo, it's going to also be usher to mix water, cold water, into a hot klirishon, or pour from a hot klirishon onto water in a klirishonikas of irui um, klirishon. But if the end result is, once again, under Yad Tzilatisbo, then it's going to be motor um, to do. The shala now is, what about putting something next to the fire? Okay, putting something next to the fire or trying to think, to warm up something, but not to get it to the point of Yad Seletispo. Okay, and the Shiloh is based on the Gemara, on Memam Beis, Masech Chavis. The Gemara says on Memam Beis, Tonra Bonan, maybe Adam Kiton Mayim, Umaynichan Kenegadam Adur. It says the Gemara over there that a person should bring, can bring a flask of water and he could put it next to the Madur, he could put it next to the fire. Lo bishvil sheyichamu, not in order to make it hot. Elo bishvil shetapik tzimason, in order to take away from its coolness, it's too, it's too cold to use right now, and you want to warm it up a little bit, and therefore it's going to be mutter to do if you're just going to warm it up. Okay, so it sounds like over here it is absolutely going to be mutter to do so long as you're warming up the uvala. The Rashi says Rashi is medayik over there, or meduik and Rashi over there. Rashi says. It's going to be permissible to put the flask of water next to the fire as long as you don't leave it there until it gets hot. Until it gets hot. It makes sense because as long as it doesn't get the hot stuff, it's going to be mutter. So it's masha from Rashi, the Ran is medayik from Rashi, that so long as you're careful not to let the, the flask of water get over Yad Saladisbo, it is going to be permissible to leave it next to the fire because you didn't do anything wrong. And this is also the Das of the Rambam and the Shabbos called Dalad Dalad and also the Ramban. However, after the Ran is bedaik like this in Shittas Rashi, that so long as you're careful not to let it be there until it gets the Yad to let us both, the Ran disagrees with Rashi. He says, Chad in the Gemara over here, that you can put a flask of water next to the Mandura. It's only talking about you have to put it in a place that doesn't have potential to get the Yad to let us both. It is also even to put in place, if you put in a place that has potentially got the Yad's bow, even if you were careful to take it off before it got the Yad's bow, it is still going to be Aser Midro Baden to leave it there. That's the Sheet of the Ran, the Rashba, and other, other Rishonim also. And they point to the Gemara as a Raya, the Gemara that we saw earlier on. The Gemara told us, the same Gemara that taught us, Klishen is Motor. It was Amar of Yitzhak. Yitzhak of Yitzhak went into the bathhouse. Okay, and it had a hot kli rishon over there, and it said, told the klisheni v'tein. It says, first put the hot water into klisheni, and then you can put the oil to warm it up into it. So the shayla is, if it's mutter to put, all you want to do is warm up the water over the, warm up the oil over there in the Gemara. So if he just wanted to warm up the oil over there in the Gemara, why couldn't he just put it into the kli rishon and just watch over it that it's not going to get to Yadzalanismal? The Ran and the Rash will learn from over here is because he can't put it in a place that has potential to get the Yad Saladispo. That's the Shita over here in the Risharim. You should notice, the Kule Alma, we are all talking about over the Gemara, says, Kenegadabadur. It's the only time I'm putting something next to the fire. So put onto the fire, put onto the stovetop. That's going to be Asr the Kule Alma. That's a separate Isr the Rabbanan that everyone holds. That you're not going to put something that's not cooked onto a fire on Shabbos. 
because it's called Mechzei Kimavasha. Looks like you're cooking. Okay, it's always going to be Asr Medirabonin, but we're not talking about over. We're talking about things, uncooked foods. We're not talking about warming up foods on Shabbos. That's a separate discussion. We're talking about something that's not cooked to put over a heat source on Shabbos, on a heat source on Shabbos. That is Mechzei Kimavasha by things that are normal to cook. That's why we're talking about it, putting things next to the fire. So you're showing you're not trying to cook because that doesn't look like you're cooking. But nevertheless, the machlokas between Rashi and the Ran over here, Rashi holds you can put it next to the fire, you know, even in a place that has the potential to get to Yatsalatisvo, so long as you sit there not letting it get to Yatsalatisvo. The Ran, the Rash, hold no. You can't even put it in a place that has the potential to get to Yatsalatisvo. What's the swar of the Ran and the Rashi? Why not? Simply, we're afraid that you're going to come to forget. You're going to put it there. The baby's going to cry. You're going to go run to the baby. And by the time you get back, the water got over Yatsalev's boat and you were over Bishel. Okay, Bishel was shogay, but we don't want you to be over Bishel. And therefore, Chazal were gozer. That's the Machlokas and Rishonim. And Allah Lemaisa, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, like the Das and the Machmir over here in Simon Shinyan Ches, Sifim Yudalad and Tezvah, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, Luchomra, like the Machmir. Therefore, it could be. A very modern day child would be, what about your Shabbos clock? Is your, 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 your platter right now is on the Shabbos timer, and the Shabbos timer is off. Okay, the Shabbos timer is not turning on for another hour. Okay, am I allowed to put a cold cup of water on that Shabbos timer? So, Lechora over here, I'm not even trying to warm it up. But there's a sad to say, according to the round of the Rashba, is this place of potential to get to Yad Sadosh? Well, the answer is yes. If I would leave it there for the next two hours, this cup of water is going to turn to Yad Salatis, but because I'm leaving it on a heat source, it will eventually turn on. And therefore, some posts will be machmir, even in this side, I will take it even to this side, even though the Shabbos timer is off right now. It's typically cold, but I'm placing it in a place that has the potential to eventually get to Yad Salatis, and therefore, perhaps that is going to be Asr. The Chai Adam, which is also quoted in the Shemir Shabbos, Kerechus Aperik Aleph, Halacha Yid Gimel, or Har Yid Gimel, for that matter, he says, Bishas HaTzorech, one could be makel like the sheet of the Rashi and the Rambam, if you're mitztarif, another kula. And that is, if you're talking about a dover lach that was once cooked before and now has cooled down. Okay? If you're dealing with a dover lach that has been cooked before and now has cooled down, we learned earlier on, a big machlokas in the Rishonim, do we say yesh bishel acher bishel the dover lach? We learned that suya, and we come out la that we hold yesh bishel acher bishel but for sure, for Ashkenazim, at least according to Rav Moshe Feinstein, the Chazanish, it was only an Isser de Rabbanan. And therefore, you're only dealing over here with an Isser de Rabbanan. So it says the Chayyad, according to the Shri Shaz, B'Shasa Tzorech, you'd be allowed to rely on the Shita, even to put in a place that can get the Yatzlatus Bo. Once again, you have to be careful it doesn't get the Yatzlatus Bo. We'll be Sonich Hachitas Rashi and the Rambam in this case. So let's say you had to warm up the baby's bottle. Milk's in the fridge. Milk's been cooked before, it's been pasteurized, and now you want to warm up the baby's bottle. Okay, you want to warm up the bottle um, for the child, so in, there's no other way of warming it up, let's say. In this case, you'll be allowed to put it near a fire in order to warm it up um, since it's been cooked since it's been cooked before. So that's um, a little bit of a love lamaisa in terms of this sugya. Um, moving on to one more sugya before we'll... And that's the sugya, which comes up over here, it's not directly... Connected to Hilchos Bishel, but it comes up in Simon Shinyan Ches, and it is connected to warming food on Shabbos. And that's the sugya of Molay de Vinola. We're not going to go into the whole sugya, we'll see it again hopefully later on in the year when we discuss the lachas of Dash. Okay, but it comes up over here in Simon Shinyan Ches, so I want to talk out 
a little bit about the sugya. The Gemara Nun Aleph Amabez tells us ve'ain mirazkin loas ashelig ve'loas abarad b'shabbos. You're not allowed to take snow or hail on Shabbos and crush it into water on Shabbos. Okay, b'shil shizom meimav aval noting the tocha kos or the tocha ka'ara ve'ain ochoshish. However, one is allowed to take that snow or the hail, and place it into a cup of water, and then it melts into the cup of water, that is permissible. So crushing it into the cup of water, that is also. So leave it in the cup of water, that is going to be mutter to do on Shabbos. The question, what is the problem, or why can I not squeeze snow on Shabbos? Okay, there are a number of different Rishonim who have different Shadim, but let's just discuss the ones that are more relevant to us right now. Rashi, and perhaps the Sefer Chuma. Holds a similar sheet that they might be different, they might be the same. They hold of this concept that it is like molid or nola. They might be different concepts also, but to simplify things, molid or nola, you're creating something that is like it's doma to the It looks like you're doing malach, you're changing something from one state and turning to another state on Shabbos. That looks like you're doing malach, and therefore there's an iser durabonan of squeezing this ice into water on Shabbos. That's the sheet of Rashi, perhaps also the same for a true. Others disagree. Others disagree and say that this is only a problem that's like a gzera of like schitas peros, just like you're not a squeeze fruit on Shabbos. I can't squeeze out my water on Shabbos. Okay? Those are the two shitas. And the reason why it's going to come alach lamaisa is what if you're not really squeezing things? What if you just more indirectly cause juices to come out of something on Shabbos? And that's the shadow that comes up. Can you warm up? something that has been cooked before, but it's got a lot of fat in it. It's congealed fat. But if you put it and you warm it up on Shabbos, what's going to happen when you warm up congealed fat? It's going to ooze out all the oil. And basically you're taking it from its fatty state and turn it into an oil state. Is that going to be permissible or not? So is it corn of ashi and the same for It's like molded, like creating something new, and it still would be asr. But over here, if it's only a gazer of Shabbos, that's only if you mamish, take your hand and you squeeze it out. And therefore would not be Shaykh to our Shiloh that we're discussing uh, right now. That's a very simplified understanding of this Machlokas and of the Sugi over here, but it has many Hashlachos, Halach Lamaisa, in terms of this Shiloh. So Halach Lamaisa, this becomes a Machlokas between Sephardim and Ashkenazim, between the Mechaber and the Roma, if we are Choshes for Molid slash Nolad. The Mechaber Paskins Lakula, he holds there's no problem with Molid and Nolad, and therefore to warm up a fatty dish on Shabbos, so long as it's been cooked before, is really not a problem at all. It is permissible to warm up that fatty dish on Shabbos. Obviously, they would hold you cannot squeeze out snow, you can't squeeze out barad. That's the Gemara. That's absolutely the Gemara. That would be absolutely usur to do on, on Shabbos. The Ramah Paskins Lachomer. The Ramah Paskins Lachomer over here, his Lashen is, it's not like a very stark Lashen. The Ramah says, he says, Lichat Chiloi Paskin. If you have a tzorach, one can rely on the first svar, like the shdas and the mechaber, that paskins, um, the paskins the kula. Okay, so the lichat chila ashkenazim are machmer when it comes to all these things. And therefore, what some of the nafkminas that come out is, number one, as I said before, the kuli alma. To take snow, it snows outside, to take that snow and pack it snowballs on Shabbos, that's a major problem to do, because you're squeezing out the water and you pack it tightly, you're squeezing out the water at the same time, and therefore, Ben Ashkenazim, Ben Lesvardim, that should be usher to do on Shabbos. Okay, to place it into a cup 
and let it melt in the cup, that's going to be mota. And therefore, more likely, common modern-day kitchen question is going to be, when you have ice cubes, what about putting ice cubes and the like on the table or into your cup? So what comes out of Lachla Maisa is the fountain. To take an ice cube, let's say chisel it down until they get the water out of it, that would absolutely be do. But generally, we don't take ice cubes and squeeze the water out of them. We usually put an entire drink. So what about putting an ice cube into a drink on Shabbos? So that's absolutely going to be mutter l'kuli alma. Why? That's mamash the gemara. The gemara says you could take the snow and you could squeeze it into a coast. It's the same thing. It's even better. You're not squeezing it to go. You're just letting it melt by itself into the coast on Shabbos. And therefore, that is going to be mutter beima ashkenazim and the to put ice cubes in the coast. What about putting the ice cube tray, taking a bowl of ice and just putting it onto the table? So that is a major shiloh because for sure for Spartan, that's going to be no problem. That's a sure mutter. Over here, it is one step lower before than before. It's similar to the case of the fatty kugel or the fatty chicken. Why? Because you're going to take something that is was congealed or a physical state, and now you're going to make it melt out. You put it on the table, the ice is going to melt into the bowl. Okay, you're not putting it melt into liquid, it's just melting directly into the bowl. On the other hand, over here, it's much more indirect. You're not putting it next to a fire, you're just putting it onto the table. Therefore, there are those who are still machmer. The Shabbos seems to be machmer in the Shiloh not to put the bowl of ice onto the table, onto the table, because also it's going to melt into what? Rather, what should you do? Rather, you have a simple eitzah. What's a simple eitzah? Is you put a little bit of water at the bottom of the bowl. Once you put a little water in the bottom of the bowl, then it's going to be melting into the water. That's like putting into the coast filled with liquid, and therefore that is vaday going to be mutter to do on Shabbos. And therefore, halach if you want to put ice in your cup on Shabbos, the best thing to be do is pour your drink first and then put the ice into your cup and let it end the day. To put the cup, the ice in the cup and then pour the drink over it is, I wouldn't say it's mamish mamish usher maker to dinner, but it's more preferable to do the other way. Why? Because over here, you're sort of like causing the ice to melt by pouring onto it and you're also putting it in an empty cup. It might start melting before it melts into the liquid. So if you want to use ice on Shabbos, the best thing to do. I'm saying the best thing, I wouldn't say you don't have to protest against people who don't do like this, but the best thing for, at least for Ashkenazim, is to place the cup of ice into the, the, the ice, into the, into the liquid, and not, and not vice versa. Okay, and the same thing, if you're warming up winter Shabbos, you don't have to worry, even for Ashkenazim. Everything has a little bit of fat, everything has a little bit of oil, that we're not kosher. We're only talking about, talking about things that have a big amount of fat on it. And if you go ahead and warm it up on Shabbos, it's going to turn into a big liquid sauce. That's going to be problematic to do on Shabbos. And even within the Ashkenazim, there are important, important uh, kulas that Roshomo Zalman brings down. Number one, he tells us that only taking ice and making it into water, that is the Isra of Nola. Based on a complicated cheshbon to Harris, he says to do the opposite, to take water and turn it into ice, he says that's not a problem. You're making, based on Harris' questions, you're making the ice is less, much less chashiv than water. And therefore, to take water and turn it into ice is not going to be problematic, at least according to the psak of Roshom Zalman. There are other lishonos also that only make ice but I believe most cases, if you need ice on Shabbos, you don't have any problem, you can go ahead and make ice on Shabbos. Furthermore, Roshom Zaman says that the whole Isser is dafka by mind. But by Sharmashki, 
But other mashkin that have been frozen and you want to go ahead and melt them down, that's not going to be a problem. If you have, let's say, frozen milk in the frigid freezer and you want to melt the milk, that's going to be permissible to do on Shabbos. That also is passed in Rosh and it's also found in the Yisodi Rishon on page, on page 46. Kalvachomer, to take something out of the freezer on Shabbos that has just been frozen, it's a solid, and just to defrost it on Shabbos, that is absolutely not a Shiloh, that is absolutely going to be mutter, um, Allah Chalomaisa, Ad Khan will take a break with some questions.